0: Part seven. sorry start that again. That was crap. (laughs) Joe can just uh, start from here, can't he? Yep, Joe. So so, Joe, start from here. Welcome to DC Presents Twin Peaks, a weekly podcast looking at the new David Lynch TV show, Twin Peaks The Return. Uh, we're talking about part seven tonight. My name's John. My name's Nick. Hi Nick, good to see you again. Been away for the weekend. I have, yeah. Just came yeah. back to yesterday. How did that go? Oh, very good. Enjoy yourself, yep. You actually went where uh, our podcasting colleague Inman went, Krakow. And got robbed. He got robbed there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, he got robbed. Did you manage to avoid the same thing? I, I,
1: I, <laughs> I kept my bag on the lock and key. I was I was making sure. I learned from Inman's mistakes. Yeah, he's
0: took one for the team there, by yeah. i just <laughs> shown you what not to exactly. do in crack. <laughs> yeah, so a good weekend then, yeah. Yeah, very good, yeah. Been busy yesterday, you've got back and caught up with Twin Peaks already.
1: First thing he did when I landed. Well no, <laughs> well, not
0: instantly. I didn't land instantly watch it. I got home and then the first thing is I put it on. <laughs> I'm just picturing you getting back on English soil and like literally watching on your phone straight like, away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we're both totally caught at Witchwing Peaks. We're going to go into part seven now. So uh, are you okay if we go through it like location by location again? The reason being, we mentioned off the podcast, there's a lot of stuff in this episode where like uh, Andy kind of jumps around all over the place. Uh, it goes from like... One bit of Andy talking to, to one person to, that, to the next bit where he's meeting them somewhere else and there's a lot of stuff in between. Yeah, yeah, so oh, That's fair enough. It'd yeah. be quite confusing going scene by scene. So uh, I just figured, do it location by location, keep it simple. Uh, and go from there. Fine by me, yeah. Okay, Yes. Yeah, so well, we'll jump into it. Uh, right, let's have a look where, where to start. How about... There's only one bit here, so we'll, we'll start in Buckhorn, if that's okay with you. Uh, and it's the scene at the morgue where the... Uh, I keep calling her a mortician. I don't think she's a mortician. <laughs> but she she, deals, she works in the morgue yeah, with yeah. the dead bodies. Uh, I should really get the names of these people, but she's been working on the, the headless body. Do you remember this at all? Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And we find out this week who the body belonged to. I mean, and I, I know they said that, but like, is this definitely
1: confirmed that it is? Because, like, as they were saying in the scene, like, if, in fact, if you go through the scene and say, say what it's about for, before...
0: Just yeah, yeah, okay. Well, it's pretty much it wraps itself up pretty quickly, doesn't it? It's just that the the mortician woman that I sh- again I should get the name of has been working on the body, and I believe the uh, the military officer comes in, the yeah, female yeah. military officer Absolutely. who we've seen in the other episodes. She comes in and mentions that the uh, prince belong to um, Major Briggs. Is Major that right? Major Briggs, yeah. And for, like the mortician is saying that it belongs to a man in his late forties, which all you know fits the, the the category of Major Briggs. And she's saying that it belongs to Major Briggs, but it can't it can't belong to him because he should be well in his seventies by now. Yeah, true. And, uh, it's a fresh it's a fresh cadaver kind of thing. So uh, there's a bit of confusion there, but signs are pointing to it that yeah. it's Major Briggs' his body. Yeah,
1: I mean it definitely does seem to confirm it, but I don't know. I, it did confuse me a little bit that scene. Uh, I didn't yeah. know whether it was saying it's definite him or whether mm. it was just saying like.
0: Well, I mean, there's a couple of theories. I mean, it could
1: be like. A, Cause didn't they say they found? Sorry, they found the uh, fingerprints on the body rather than like it was the fingerprints of the body.
0: Is that what it was? Yeah, maybe. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. Those, you know, those kind of details. But maybe yeah. that. That's what it was. Uh, I'm not 100%, I might be wrong, but that's not myself. Uh, that's the way
1: I um, um, thought of it anyway.
0: I've got to admit, there's a lot of stuff in this episode where I don't feel like I've picked up all the details we need, you know, because yeah. there's so much information being thrown at you. It's all kind of washed over me a bit. Uh, so you could be right on that. The only other thing I was thinking is we come to fingerprints again later on in the episode. We actually just re watched a quick scene there involving backwards fingerprints.
1: Yeah, yeah, true, yeah.
0: Uh, so, I'm wondering, is this another like doppelganger, maybe like, uh, you know, something like that, like a fake version of Major maybe. Briggs or something? Maybe, yes. The only thing pointing pointed against that is that the actor who plays him has actually died in real life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, what was the actor's name again?
1: Um, Donna Davis.
0: Yeah, he, he's died in real life, so it's not as if they could have some twist where he comes back or anything, you know, you know what I mean? He is yeah, definitely yeah. out of the show. So, uh, at this point, we might as well just assume it is Major Briggs' his body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, makes sense don't know where his head is maybe that'll be the investigation for the weeks coming up trying to find the head but well we, we saw the head floating through space. Say, <laughs> say, yeah, through space going back to part 3 i think in that was his lodge. head <laughs> yeah there seems to be a disembodied head floating through uh, time and space mm. so uh and the only other thing of interest is the military officer goes out to make a phone call remember this and I do. we we see the like the black charred figure in the background walking towards camera down the down yeah. the Hallway, and it's the figure from like episode one, I think it was part one that was in the jail cell. All right, Do you remember that that disappeared.
1: I mean, I, 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 I didn't know, right? But like, it was just that when she was speaking to the uh, she went back in the room to basically tell him that like, she thinks it's made
0: bricks yeah. or something,
1: What passing, it just seemed to be like a homeless person.
0: That's the thing, it looks like a homeless person, but it's totally black. Yeah. Like it's been charred or something. It's that it's that same one from is it yeah. episode. Well, I, I'm assuming it is. that was in the jail cell, and it had like a woolly hat on and stuff, and it was all like yeah. charred, painted black. And again, it's going back to a firewalk with me. A weird character that appeared at the trailer park. Yeah, yeah. That one uh, and he looks homeless, but like totally like either black or filthy or painted black yeah, or charred. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the significance of that is. But uh, Lynch has actually confirmed a few weeks ago that this character will be coming back. So like it must have a big part to play, oh, okay. you know. It must symbolise something. I don't mm. know what, but uh, I just find it interesting. It's creepily walking down the hallway, and like you mentioned, she goes back into the into the morgue, and it walks past the door, kind of thing, in a weird fashion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it must have a bigger part to play.
1: And then, like, I noticed that she she seemed very disturbed by it, like. It, it, yeah. Like as far as you can tell, like if, if that was you on the phone, you, it was just someone walking there. But yeah, like she she did seem to be quite
0: A like, bit, uh, cut shaped, out by it, like uh, the, by it kind of thing. Yeah, oh. yeah, definitely weird. Yeah. Now that's the only thing we've got in Buckhorn this week. I think I can't think of anything else. So uh, we'll go from there to well, we'll go to Twin Peaks because we are starting Twin Peaks in the actual episode. Yeah, yeah. I think we started with the scene of Jerry Horn. Uh, phoning Benjamin, telling him that his car's been robbed. Is that right? <laughs> was that when he, when he was? Uh, what was he saying? I'm lost,
1: and <laughs> and, and and basically, come this whole conversation, this funny little conversation where it was like, "Oh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm lost, and I'm like, I'm, I'm alone, and all this stuff, or
0: something." And then it kind of ends with him saying, "Like, I'm high." <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he said to him, "Someone stole my car, or something," as yeah. well. Someone stole my car, <laughs> but. <laughs> This is the. I I didn't know whether that was a reference to that truck that the Richard Horn was driving last week. Is that his truck, maybe?
1: I don't know because I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll get into it in a bit when we get to that bit. But I feel like that person that Andy was talking to a little later on—that's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, he's on about the truck with that bit. So I don't know whether that was meant to be that truck or or what. But okay, we'll we'll come back to that then with the uh, with the Andy scene. But before we get there, we had a scene with Sheriff Truman, uh, Frank Truman, and Hawke, where yep. Hawke is basically telling him the plot of Firewalk with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> telling him that we found these pages, uh, Leland must have put them there, because it was in the police station a lot back then. Yeah, yeah. And the pages reference uh, Annie, Annie Blackburn, I think she's called, from Firewalk with me. She appeared to Laura in Firewalk with me, and told her that Good Dale is in the Black Lodge, write it in your diary, which uh, which we're now to believe she did at the time. I'm sure I mentioned this before on the podcast, that if she'd have done that, it'd have solved the whole thing, kind of thing. Because yeah, so, yeah. at the time, I don't think we were, it was meant to have been like that, but obviously now, you know, they're just kind of saying, yeah, she wrote it in a diary, forget about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, she definitely didn't do it in like the missing pieces or anything.
0: Maybe, that could have been one of the missing pieces. uh, My memory of it was, I might have got this wrong, but I thought she'd given the diary to Lenny von Dolan, who was the shut-in by that point. So I don't think she could write it in a diary, unless she went back there. Maybe that happened in the the missing pieces, I'm not sure. But we're now meant to believe that the pages were written and they have now been found, which lets Hawke and Sheriff Truman know that the Good Dale is in the Black Lodge. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I feel now like, uh, for the people who complain there's not, not enough plot driving this forward... I feel like this episode is for those people where all all these things are starting to tie together now, you know, uh, and and it's really pushing the plot in a certain direction. Definitely. And we then go from that scene, that we we stay with uh, Sheriff Truman, he gives his brother a call, is it Harry Truman? Harry, yeah. Yeah. Gives him a call, and we find out that Harry's basically really sick. Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, because he's speaking to him on the phone, isn't he? And then... And he basically rang him to ask him about the pages, hmm. but by the sounds of when he rang him, he uh, he was too old to kind of
0: yeah, too too uh, to,
1: to, uh like yeah, if he, I think Frank basically decided he was too old to bother him with it,
0: even even yeah, disturbing with it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. so
1: so like I think it kind of ended with him saying like, uh, oh no, no, it doesn't matter, kind of thing. Um, uh, I can I'll ask you another time, um, and then he was
0: like, just do one thing for me, beat this thing. Yeah. It's a nice little moment. Uh, I think he's a great actor, Robert Forster. He, yeah, yeah. It must be hard playing that scene just on the phone to someone, but he does play it with a kind of like brotherly love, you know, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, that relationship should have kind of thing. I thought, yeah, yeah I thought that was quite nice. Definitely. Yeah. I'm still hoping we get to see Harry Truman at some point. I know. I'm not. I'm holding out hope, but it, it doesn't sound likely. But
1: see, that's that's what it is with me. I feel like, like that, that it's been confirmed by the actor. Yeah. that he's not coming back like, he didn't get a phone call I, th- th- I'm holding out hope that he's just lied to us and we're going to get a shock at some
0: yeah time. even maybe something daft like he might actually die mm-hmm. but then like he goes to the Black Lodge to help out or something in some way you know what I mean yeah. like he uh, helps Dale from like beyond the grave kind of thing yeah, or yeah. something but like would say for that to happen he needs to get uh, Michael Honkin back to play the part and I don't think he's don't think he's either interested or he's been given a phone call something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll wait and see. I'm still holding out hope that David Bowie's going to turn up at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we can, we can uh, definitely hold out hope for that one. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where that is. Yeah, gonna... oh,
0: yeah. uh, okay, so we go from there to, I think we we'll stick with Sheriff Truman. He then calls the Doctor from the old series. I should have really got his name. Uh, like for, it, for clarification, this is like this is a few
1: scenes on, isn't it? Like, we've it's not directly. Oh, yeah. On, so okay, yeah, okay. I think there's
0: a, an Andy bit in, in between it, but, but just like, to take a sticker with Sheriff Truman, like yeah, yeah. Just uh, uh, we just saw we just we watched the scene on on the TV, the bit where he, at first glance, it looks like he's got a nice old style wooden desk and what have yeah, you, yeah. just a pen and paper. And then he pulls like a weird little gadget lever or something. <laughs> well, he's on the
1: phone, isn't he, to Doc? To the Doc, yeah. The... Uh, and and he says, uh, and he's speaking to him, and, and he's just like. Have you ever heard of Skype? And yeah. then the docs like, like, oh, I use Skype all the time. I, I, um, mm. I was it. A... I diagnosed uh, somebody's X last week. <laughs> <laughs> Without even leaving my house. <laughs> and, uh, and
0: then, not like you say, lever gets pulled. Yeah, and this weird like monitor contraption comes out of the desk. <laughs> I think we mentioned it like a week or two ago. Like. Like, Lynch's idea of technology it's like this weird, like, magical gadget kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, it's not like just modern technology. It's all these weird gadgets and stuff and pulleys and levers and <laughs> like that. But I do I do love it, though. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's great. And uh, this Doctor is the father of Donna, I believe. Do you remember from the old show? Yeah. I'm sure in the final... I'm, I'm trying to think back here a couple of years, but I'm sure in the final episode of Series 2, you find out that he wasn't Donna's father. It was actually Benjamin Horn remember that
1: yeah yeah I, I do remember this yeah, yeah yeah
0: they've not even covered that that topic yet no, at all I this, mean, we've they? not
1: re- really met Donna yet have
0: we? no Donna's not even been back in it yet has she but um I don't know whether she, whether she will be actually because I don't think uh Laura Flynn Boyle got a phone call either so not, not? yeah I'm not sure if she'll be back oh, fair enough yeah but uh this is the doc who's the father of Donna he's actually died in real life we mentioned one one of the first episodes that the log lady down in real life, David Bowie, Donna Davis, and uh, Al, the guy who plays Albert, uh, Miguel can't. Ferrer, he died recently in January. And this guy died a few weeks ago. He was like 91 in real life. Right. Played by Warren Frost, who's the father of Mark, Mark Frost, Frost, the co-creator. Yeah, right. so He must have got his dad a gig, you know, back 20, 25 years ago, got mm. his dad a job acting on the show. But he died, a few, died literally, I think, a month or two before the show you know, aired kind of thing. Uh, so, so
1: we may have him for a few episodes. Yeah, is, I
0: think he was 91 in real life, so I don't know how I active mean, he'll be in it. I like, imagine but, that's
1: why he was only on Skype. Yeah, so yeah, I was thinking that, like... So, so like, he doesn't...
0: He could just be off somewhere just filming it, like, I'm not going to have yeah, to turn up on a set for it kind exactly, of thing. Yeah. They might have literally filmed it on Skype kind of thing. Like, that, yeah. That's
1: what I think has happened, to be honest. Because,
0: yeah. it. It, it, like, you could tell, like,
1: he... I don't know, um... Do, was it just all the age he died of or we i think so yeah because like, it, it 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 looked like he was uh it, it was a bit not all there kind of yeah struggling a bit maybe it, yeah. that's what yeah. i mean I, I, I didn't want to sound
0: yeah good. some of the i mean i had to make you uh replay the scene a couple of times then because there were a couple of bits i couldn't catch yeah. he was talking about uh but the driving point of this scene is that harry truman sorry, frank truman <laughs> <laughs> is calling him to find out his opinion on Cooper when he checked him out 25 years ago after the Black Lodge incident. Yeah, yeah. And he, in a roundabout way, I've got a bit of a theory here. He, he tells him that he was fine, he came. He physically was fine, he came around fine, got himself dressed, and he believes he spent some time in Audrey Horn's ward, which is the bit I wanted to confirm, yeah, which yeah. is why I wanted to replay the scene for me. He went in there and spent a bit of time in Audrey Horn's ward because she was in a coma.
1: She was and, in like intensive care, wasn't she?
0: Yeah, in ICU, yeah, that's what he says, yeah. So in ICU, after the uh, bank uh, bomb, do you remember that? She was uh, chained up in a bank. Oh, God, yeah. And the explosion went off. And she was in a coma at the same time that Coop came out of the Black Lodge. And they make a point... He, he, the way he tells Frank Truman is a bit like... Sinister almost yeah. says he was in there for a while and he came out with a blank look on his face. Yeah, yeah. and like I'm going to, I'm, I'm immediately going to a dark place here and thinking. I mentioned I said on the podcast last week that I think Richard Horn might be Audrey Horn's son, and he looks a bit like a bit of an evil shithead. <laughs> Richard yeah. Horn, did evil Dale rape Audrey when she was in a coma? Oh, I <laughs> Actually, saying those words out loud, it sounds a bit too far fetched. Yeah, can. I mean, I mean you don't know though. Well, we don't even know if Richard's her son or not yet. Yeah. But it might explain why you're so evil. If, like, yeah, yeah. if that's what it is, we need Audrey back on the show to confirm what's going on with us. I, know, yeah. <laughs> but, I, mean, uh, I, I thought I'd throw it out there. It's a bit of a dark one, but definitely a fairy. Definitely a
1: fairy.
0: You know, they mentioned he was in that hospital room with her. And yeah, she was yeah. in a coma. He was in there for like an hour or something. They said, and he came out with a weird look on his face. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe. It's a possibility. <laughs> oh, God. I was just thinking, with, with me mention, I listened to our podcast from last week today just to catch up on a few things, and uh, I mentioned that last week. And I also mentioned last week that, that Diary Pages would mention that Good Day was in the Black Lord. So I was pretty, pretty happy with that line. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> Got that one spot on. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, just a theory, but it is a bit, is a bit, of, a, a bit of a grim one, isn't it? Though?
1: Yeah, I mean... You don't know between peaks, or there could be anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, to
0: be But this is another thing. They go from that, like, implication, almost, to Harry, uh, Harry Truman, Frank Truman, <laughs> <laughs> says to him, uh, how's the fishing going? And I just love this little conversation they have, where it's like, oh, I, th- I think he says, I woke up with a couple of nine-pound trout in my pyjamas. Or <laughs> or <whatever." laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I fried them up for breakfast with some scrambled eggs and an English muffin, and a I- I just love those little details yeah, they come out yeah. with. Like I was like, oh, I could go for some scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> just a little like you know, like slice of life conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I love that stuff. Uh, have you got anything more on that scene you want to go into? Or uh, no, no, it's about. Are you okay course. with that? Right. Well, I'll need your help with this one. We we'll jump from there then to a random scene with Andy. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. This is the weird one. It like because. He's just talking to some guy in, I, I think it was a trailer park. Well, not a park, but like I think it was just like a small trailer house kind of thing.
0: I think it looks familiar to the location that Leo lived at. Leo yes, and Shelley, you know, that kind like of thing. That, yeah. Out in the woods somewhere, like. Uh, something like that. Well, not the woods, but you know, like out in the countryside almost. It was
1: just some guy he was, talk- he was talking to. And he was basically asking about a truck, which I can only assume is the truck which was driven. Uh, Was it the last episode when the kid was hit? Yeah, last episode, Um, yeah. I can only assume that was it, because it was in the right area. He did did mention locations, Andy. He went, oh, it was just... I can't remember what he said, but...
0: Yeah, he said something about it being like in a login, something or other login location or something like that. Uh, I've got to admit, this bit kind of washed over me a bit. I didn't really get the point of it at all. Yeah. Andy's saying to him, uh, look, just get out of here, you know, I'll 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 meet up with you later or something and talk about it. I'll meet you in two hours. Yeah, and Andy's like, right, well, four thirty at the top. Oh, sorry, that's that might be the logging login location. It says, Meet me at the login point or something at four thirty. Uh and the guy's like, Yeah, yeah, whatever, just get out of here, like as if like he's worried that someone's gonna catch him or I something, know, yeah. talking about it. Which I was thinking, with it being Richard Horn, i wondered if he, like he's in the house or something, maybe telling him not to talk you know, something like that yeah. maybe. I really don't know uh, but we'll just jump t- oh, excuse me we'll just jump to the scene
1: he literally does just go then doesn't he and then like you say like it's the next scene where you
0: see uh, Andy waiting he's waiting for and checking his watch and uh, I found it funny because he stood there waiting. This would say, "Oh God, where is he?" And it's only like five past four on his watch. Did he notice that? <laughs> was it I'm sure it was. I might have got that totally wrong. <laughs> I'm thinking like you're 25 minutes early. <laughs> uh, well, look, I'm sure he said 4:30, yeah, and then like yeah, it was yeah. like five past four or something when he's waiting for. Me. Oh, maybe
1: maybe that's why he was because I was like, "Oh, he's not showing up here." They? But yeah, it was. It, it, it wasn't very long seeing this, but um, like it gave the impression off that he weren't showing up. But if
0: what thought you
1: said correct, then...
0: I, I could be totally wrong on that one, but um, I, I'm, I'm sure I saw the handle is what's showing at 5 past 4. <laughs> I was thinking, that's weird.
1: <laughs> maybe you're right, maybe you're right. I I didn't spot that, but
0: if you are, then maybe that's why
1: like it gave the impression that he weren't showing up yet. Maybe,
0: but I found it interesting as well. At that scene, they kept on cutting back to the house that the guy lives at. These really weird, creepy shots of like doorways. Like, did yeah. you notice that? Oh, no, I did. And like these slow zoom ins on the doorway of the house, like right. as if something was going to come flying out of it or something. Like, was really, I found it quite creepy the way they filmed it, but it keeps on cutting from that back to Andy just stood there waiting yeah. as if like something's going to come out of the house and go and meet Andy, but you know, nothing nothing happens. We never get any resolve to what happens with that. So, no. uh, that's Andy boxed off this week. Uh, have you got anything more you want to go into on that at all? Like, no, no you're okay I'll with say that. We go then from Andy. We we get back to meet up with Benjamin Horn again at the Great Northern.
1: Yeah, this this was like a bit of a weird scene there.
0: Yeah, I like this because we get to meet a bit more with the Ash- Ashley Judd character, the female actress who's there. Yeah, yeah. uh, she's, she's quite a big actress like ten fifteen years ago. And I find it interesting that you know she's just taken this what looks like a small part on Twin Peaks, but it might grow into something more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a bit of like flirting going on. Uh, Benjamin Horn, 79. <laughs> and he's still flirting with the staff and what have you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, they were checking out where a hum was coming from. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, she was saying, there's a hum that's coming from over here. And then they, they kept on going to the corners of the room trying to find out. I was wondering, that hum, would it be anything to do with Josie, do you think? Going back to the old series. Josie? Josie was Josie Packard, who... Well, led to believe died in the hotel, but she, I think she went into the hotel, and like, remember that at all? No. I'm... She ran the uh, sawmill. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure I don't think she died. She got like absorbed into the hotel in a weird Episode. I feel like there was one bit where like a face came out of the wood or something in the old show.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait. Like, wasn't that the? That uh... that like the, uh, that, like, the uh, an Asian, Asian Asian woman? Girl. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I do know. Who, maybe it was eh? Just I yeah.
0: was wonder, just wondering, like, is that humming anything to do with her, maybe? Or is it just, just a weird humming that they're looking yeah, into? I didn't
1: but, even consider that. Yeah, that, that's a grave possibility, like.
0: The only thing with that is that jo- uh, Josie Packard, the uh, Joan Chen, I think she's called her, Joanne Chen, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, she uh, has confirmed she's not in the series, so like, she won't be coming back. So it might just be a little melt to her, almost. Just something like that, really. Mm. But uh, we then go from that to uh, Ashley Judd's character Hans Benjamin horn a the the key that was sent to the great northern a, a few uh, episodes ago uh she gives him the hotel key which belonged to Dale cooper 25 years ago
1: yeah because this was just after they finished uh like searching around for the home wasn't it like they, yeah. just, like they finished off with that and it's like oh this might interest you yeah and uh hands him the key and
0: he seems to have a bit of a revelation, doesn't he? Yeah, he's almost like reminiscing, thinking, "God, I'm not seeing one of the, we, you know we we changed the key cows twenty years ago. i have not seen one of these for years." Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Oh, this this belonged to Dale Cooper, yeah. twenty five years ago." Where he got where Dale Cooper got shot? I think he said. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he mentions yeah. the fact he was shot. Uh, and I, I, I like the fact that Ashley Judge says, uh, "Who's Dale Cooper?" And he says, "Oh, he was an FBI agent and we investigated the Laura Palmer murder." and she's like who's lower?" <laughs> <laughs> and he i feel like i, I don't I'm be looking into this but i feel like the look on his face is almost thinking god yeah this woman's a lot, lot a lot younger than i am like she doesn't yeah, even yeah. know about this you know what i mean like it makes him feel like what am i doing like floating with a woman 40 years younger than me kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. uh and that's when he kind of says like oh nothing you know you know you you shoot off or whatever but he does tell her to call him Ben before she goes, that we you know where She says, Oh, thank you, Mr. Horn. He's like, No, no, call me Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's still a bit of flirting going yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think that's everything really in that scene. Isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's that, yeah. She then goes home. Oh, can, yeah, we see her. Then, yeah, we? we meet her, I believe, husband, called I Tom, can, I think he's called. Only, I can only assume, because what happens is, yeah, she, uh, she goes home, doesn't
1: she? Well, I think she has a phone call. From someone? No, sorry. She, I think she kind of walks past like a carer or something who's saying "Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh yeah, he's hungry. He's missing you, kind of thing." Mm. She goes in, and then um, I actually looked up the actor, but I can't remember his name now. Oh, really? He's um, it was. I'm pretty sure he's 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 done. He's been in quite a few things, but uh, but he's in quite a small role here, isn't he? Because all these, yeah, looks like it. Basically, she walks in, um. And um like this guy sat there and she said, Oh, you're hungry, I think. And then he asked her a few questions, like, Where have you been? Yeah. So there's a lot of bad stuff to do, like, what stuff have you got to do? And it basically boils down to her like pretty much shouting
0: at him, sitting, saying, like, Oh well I'm doing this for you, I wouldn't have to do it if I Yeah. I quite like it, quite a dramatic scene. I like the fact that he seems quite distrustful of her. Yeah. As if like, she's cheated in the past maybe or something like that and inquiring where she is. And she is very much like, I imagine you would get this way having to care for uh, an ill relative or something. Yeah, yeah. She, she has a very short, her patience runs out, but you know, very short on patience in dealing with At him. the
1: same time, you could just see that as her being very defensive. That's the
0: thing, she's either being defensive or she's genuinely like, it would it would get to you. once to you know like yeah. after a sick a sick uh, family member or what he,
1: have you? He certainly looked um, terminal, didn't
0: he? Yeah, he didn't look well, did he? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's just an interesting scene, you know, just more character building kind of thing. I mean, yeah.
1: I, 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 we don't we don't really know much about her at all, but like we've just been introduced to her husband, and
0: I don't know why, but yeah. I, I'm guessing we'll find that out at some point. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, well, I'm sure we'll come back to that in future, but. <laughs> Are you okay if we move on then? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're now getting to my favourite scene in the episode. This is going back to something we've discussed on like the main podcast. I think how like you guys at work accuse me of having like weird abstract tasting film and stuff like that. The next scene in Twin Peaks is quite near the end, to be honest with you. But we go to the roadhouse and we get to spend a uh, about I I looked timed It was two and a half minutes of Watching a guy sweep the floor, I, I, I did notice this, you know.
1: Like, yeah. I, I was watching, I was like, I've been watching this guy sweep the floor for a long time two
0: and a half minutes. I loved, I loved every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of thing I love like, the, the detail that goes into just what the way the shot, the scene is lit and stuff. You can see the like, like, yeah, it was
1: a really nice shot, yeah, like, it was amazing. And really good scene.
0: It's a static camera for literally two and a half minutes of watching a guy sweep the floor. And I just find stuff like that really satisfying, like, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah, yeah, you've missed a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love stuff like that. Uh, I mean, we, we've joked about in work, like, uh, who our favourite directors are, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. I'm always like, oh, if I could meet one person, it'd be Quentin Tarantino. I'm starting to, to flip over now towards David Lynch. I think my taste lines up with his a lot more yeah, than, uh, yeah. than Tarantino. Fair enough. That scene a few weeks ago, watching watching uh, Dr. Jacoby paint gold shovels for like five <laughs> minutes. Coupled with this, I'm like, yeah, this is just this is what I want to watch yeah. in a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if he can make if you can make sweeping the floor look this good, then I'll just make the whole episode just this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I <laughs> yeah, well, lo- loved it.
1: So, so, so we we uh, we watched that then for two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes he sweeps the whole floor. <laughs> uh, before the phone rings.
0: Yeah, and the bar owner. Who... The thing
1: is, though, this was the bar, the Bang Bang Bar, wasn't it? Yeah. But then, like, when he picks up the phone, he says, "Roadhouse." Yeah, I think, I think... So, this is the Roadhouse from the original show. Oh,
0: oh, yeah, this is the Roadhouse, I yeah. I didn't realise that. My, my sister pointed this out to me a week or two ago. She said to me, uh, it is the Bang Bang Bar, but it's the Roadhouse from the old show. I was like, oh, right, I yeah.
1: did not realise that until I was watching
0: it yesterday. Yeah, my sister pointed it out to me. Uh, Yes, yeah, so it's, the, it's the Roadhouse from oh, the old okay. show. okay. Yeah.
1: So, it's the answers, and uh, I think, basically, he's having a conversation about um, some prostitute or something.
0: He is, and this is going back to the old show as well. I think, I've not double checked this, but I think the actor playing the bar the bar owner is the same actor who played one of the Renault brothers in the old show, uh. but it's a different Renault brother he's playing now he died in the old show. Oh, so right, yeah. It was like Jacques Renault in the old one, and I'm sure it's, now it's meant to be another relative of the Renault brothers, but, but they're running the same operation that they All did right. back then. He's basically somebody phoning up saying like complaining about two girls who've been sent to them or something. Yeah, yeah, something like. And that. like, uh, or one of them wants more money or something like that. Maybe I think yeah, it yeah, was
1: something along those lines.
0: But he's clearly not happy with it and saying like, "No, we'll send you another two girls or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something
1: like like, yeah, I remember one line he said I think, where it was something like, like you know, I have heard that like they're good at what they do though, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but like I, I can't. I'm not. I'm actually drawing a blank a bit here. I can't remember exactly what it was about. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I mentioned before a lot of the little details have passed me by on this one. I yeah. don't know why, but they've kind of washed over me a bit. So well, i need to watch it again so you know all to sink in. Uh, we just don't get time to we? because we record so soon after the episode yeah. airs, so we haven't got time to to go back and do a rewatch I yet. But, uh, but yeah, I think really the main point of that scene is just to show that. Prostitution and the drug running is all alive it's, and well in Twin Peaks, so, yeah. Kind of yeah, and it's almost the same people running the operations, kind of thing. Uh, so we then go from. Have you got anything more on, on the road? No, no. We then go from that scene to. Oh, sorry, that. That's pretty much the end of the Twin Peaks stuff. Uh, we go back to it at the very end with the diner, but we'll we'll come back to that when we finish. Uh, hmm. We've done the. We've covered all the stuff. In, well, all the stuff. The one scene in Buckhorn. Uh, are you okay then to go to Gordon Cole and Albert meeting Diane? Yeah, yeah. We pick up with Gordon Cole in his office. Did you notice this? He just sat back in his chair, whistling the same tune yeah, over yeah. and over again, just going like, <laughs> I don't know what he's trying to do. I, but know, I, don't,
1: I, I don't know. For some reason, what the thing I got from that was, he was, he was something to do with his earpiece.
0: I was thinking that maybe testing his aim hearing out or something. Yeah that's, like, what, yeah, that's
1: what I thought because, like, as soon as like. Like after he's done this, like the door kind of slams
0: open. No, mm. knocked or something. Albert bangs. And he's like, "Oh, for God's sake!" Uh, so <laughs> I feel
1: like he's got it on loud, and he's yeah. there, like testing it with his wisdom or something. Yeah,
0: that's probably uh, probably accurate. That and uh, Albert comes in and mentions that he nearly caught pneumonia when uh, he went to meet Diana. <laughs> uh,
1: this is something I've noticed about the new series. There's, there's, there's a bit of a, a void between. Uh, Cole and Albert, isn't there? Do you think uh, so? Uh, yeah, I uh, like. They, they, I mean, they're all right, but like, they, they, they seem, they seem to not. Uh, I don't know. Like Albert seems always seems a bit angry with him.
0: Oh, I, I, to be fair, though, maybe he might be because of like Cooper's gone missing for twenty five years. He might, and we find out we're going to come on to Diane. Diane, she's got a lot of harbored resentment yeah, towards yeah. them both, towards the whole FBI by the look of it. Uh, I think this though might just be more that Albert hates everyone. I remember back in the old show, he yeah, hated true. Harry Truman, and then one episode gives him a big hug out of nowhere, and I was like, "What? I thought you hated me." <laughs> so I think it might just be his demeanor, you know? Like, yeah, maybe because uh, like he,
1: he comes in, he and in, and he said, he's talking to Cole, and, uh, and and he says, and he says basically like, "All oh, right, you, you'll have to do it now. You'll have to go and speak to her because she's not responding to me." And Cole's like, oh, will you come with me? And Albert's response to that is, say please. Yeah. And Cole, and Cole goes, sorry what? <laughs> you, and, heard I, he goes, you heard me. And he goes, you heard me. And it seemed very blunt, and I was just yeah. like, all right, he's, he's sick of his. Uh, he, 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 he's yeah. obviously he's obviously clicked onto the fact that he's not fully. Not um, telling the truth. Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and he's had 25 years of putting up with us, has as well? Yeah, so exactly, yeah. So <laughs> it might all be coming to a head now, kind of thing. Uh, but, so, um... Oh, sorry, go on, yeah. Oh, no,
1: yeah, sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, what, what happened?
0: Yeah, so we, we then go from that bit to... I think they just knock, turn up at Diane's apartment, knocking at the door.
1: Yeah, it just basically t- straight away, isn't it, yeah? yeah. And some, some some fellow opens. We can only assume is Diane's... I don't know. What, I think, uh...
0: Or oh what well, I don't son, I didn't get that I got you like a toy boy or something Yeah
1: well the, well that the only reason I said that is because like he, he clearly wasn't the same age as her were he, he, he weren't yeah, a lot he, younger he yeah. weren't a husband so yeah, yeah it probably you're probably right it, 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 yeah it didn't give the impression of a I I just said that cuz it seemed a bit young the age difference yeah so
0: yeah I think she's been uh, she's found herself a toy boy or something <laughs> but having some fun while uh, <laughs> Yeah 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 uh and she lets them both in but she's really hostile towards them both. Uh some funny little exchanges that come up with Diana. I, I think she's great, Diana. No, she I, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I loved it because like uh, I think Cole says to her, he goes, Have you got any coffee?
0: And she's just like, No. Like, yeah. <laughs> no coffee and we've got no cigarettes either. Well <laughs> uh, while she's got a coffee <laughs> yeah. and a cigarette in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is <was> good.
1: <laughs> but I loved that. Yeah. Um and then, then, then they just start talking, don't they?
0: Eventually, she gets some some coffee, and Gordon does the the famous well, like, this line. Is after,
1: this is after they've just been talking for a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, she just kind of fuck off into the kitchen. Yeah. To come back with the coffee.
0: Yeah, and you get the uh, the classic line: of damn good coffee." <laughs> <laughs> I quite enjoyed that. Uh, but basically, they just lay it out to her that I think first of all they say, "Oh, Cooper's in a federal institution," and she replies, "Good." You know, yeah, yeah. She, she's sick of him as well. See, I wonder about that.
1: We know that something's happened between, yeah,
0: between her and like, Cooper
1: at the end of Twin Peaks, the um, original series. As far as I mean, she he is only ever still speaking into his little uh, um, thingy device.
0: His dictaphone,
1: yeah. He's only ever speaking to his dictaphone, but like. Um, I mean, maybe at this point they've already like, um, like they're, they're not talking at this point. But like, I,
0: I, I I'm thinking a bit differently on that. No, one, to be honest, no, but. no,
1: no. What, what? That's not what I think. I'm saying maybe that
0: is it. Yeah. But what I think,
1: I, 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 think that like maybe Evil Dale's done something here.
0: I, I'm totally with you on this. Yeah. I'm not going to jump ahead in terms of the scene. Just for one quick point, she mentions later when was the last ta when she talking to Coop, Evil Coop. She says, when was, the, when was the last time we saw each other? And he's like, uh, I don't know how long ago it was, in your house. So I almost think like evil Coop might have like, talking about Audrey home before, and I think he's gone to come visit Diane. Tried um, something similar. Tried something on there, like uh, and it's not gone down well. And that's why Diane maybe is the way she is. She might have loved Coop. Yeah. And after what happened, she's turned into like basically an alcoholic, and she's She's drinking all the time now and stuff, yeah. you know, uh, She's very bitter, you know, very hating hating life kind of thing. So I think something has definitely happened there that's, you know, uh, soured her kind of thing. Uh so from from the scene in her apartment, we go straight to the plane flight. You okay with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing else we've missed there, is there? No, no,
1: I think that pretty much sums everything up.
0: Uh on the plane flight, we get I think we get the first uh fuck you from Diane. Yes, yeah, is it with Tammy? Uh, Albert first. Though, or is yeah. it Albert first? Actually, I think she's already uh, given Gordon a "fuck you" at one point, maybe. Yeah.
1: Now, to be fair, I think she did say it to someone like when in the apartment, in the apartment like oh, "fuck you," yeah, kind of thing. But um, like they say Albert like um, gives a vodka. Is it like a little bottle of yeah. vodka?
0: And he says, well, "You know, thanks for doing this day, and we really appreciate it," or something like that. I think, I
1: think he said something about, like, um, "Something along the lines of like, like." Um, don't judge someone um, if you do it yourself. I, like yeah. it were not that, but it was something along that.
0: line. Along those line, yeah. Um, but
1: um, yeah, he goes and sits back down with Cole and he. Then.
0: Yeah, well, see, I just love that. That was like you know oh, Thanks for doing this for. It's like fuck you, Albert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so yeah, he joins up with Gordon Cole and Tammy Palmer comes in with the fingerprint information, and I think the point of this is to show that the fingerprints of Evil Coop and Good Coop are literally reversed back to front. Ah, Like he's a copy of him, but like a complete opposite, you know, like the other way around. Yeah. I could be totally wrong on this, I'm just guessing. But she showed the fingerprints and they were both flipped over. And the reason I'm thinking this is there's been a lot of, obviously being Twin Peaks, there's been a load of stuff about backwards talking. Okay, All the way through the show. And mm-hmm. he says he says at that point then, Irev, which is very backwards. And he then goes on to spell out on her on Tammy's hand. Uh, it's been a very, very something or other. Uh, you know, like what, what Evil Coop said from the first time they met up. It's been a very, very long time, old friend, or something like that. Something like that, yeah. And he spells it out on her fingers. Almost as if to say, though, very, is Irev, you know. Yeah. I don't know what the significance of that is, but... Oh yeah, uh, b- backwards.
1: I like that makes sense to me. Really, like the backwards talking. So like everyone who's made or who came from the
0: lodge is like a. It's like, like a weird backwards clone, clone or something of like someone, a, of yeah. the real people. Like yeah, or when you go there, you, you go backwards. Or it makes something.
1: sense because he like, he is pretty much the polar opposite of Cooper from what we've seen so far.
0: Yeah. And if the fingerprints are literally the opposite way yeah, around. Yeah, I've never kind of seen thing. evil evil Cooper drinking coffee, have you? No, nope. he's, a li- he's a <laughs> literally, uh, <laughs> literally the opposite of Cooper. <laughs> 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 yeah, so uh, I actually found that interesting. And something else he pointed out, when he spelt it out on the fingers, he makes a big deal about the ring finger. Yeah. About it being the mound of something or other, you know, Heartline or something yeah, like yeah. that. But it's the ring finger, and the ring that's in the Black Lodge, the L ring, makes your left arm go numb. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm you know, I'm throwing this stuff out here. Yeah. I don't know no idea how it's gonna tie in, but it yeah. all seems to be pointed at something.
1: I think you're actually making a lot of sense, yeah. I just
0: don't know what it's pointing at, you know what I mean? Like it all seems to link in somehow, but yes, well that's something to, you know, keep in mind. Yeah. I almost want to go back now and watch that first scene where they met up with Evil Coop and he tells him, you know, like it's a very been a very, very long time old friend or something like that. Yeah. And just see whether he says very or irrever or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, because uh, Gordon Cole mentions it for a reason, but yeah, maybe homework for next week, I might go back and watch that one and just uh, yeah, yeah. double check that. Uh, so I think that's pretty much it for that bit, that's pretty much the point of that scene by the look of it. We then cut from that to the actual prison in, I think, South Dakota. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yank- yankton Prison, I think it is. Now, this is really weird because back in episode one, evil Coop is looking at this prison as if like he's got to get in there to get Ray, remember this? Yeah, yeah. And he ends up with Ray at the end of this episode, so I'm wondering if this was his plan all along to get in the prison, like, to get Ray out or something. He seemed to know some things, didn't he? Yeah. In order to help
1: his escape, so...
0: Although, the reason he got in there was because he crashed his car, if you remember, and got arrested, so whether he planned that, you know what I mean, you just don't know, do you? (sighs) He can't... Can't plan that, really, can you? How can you plan being about to be sucked into... In a car crash, yeah. (laughs) Black Lodge? (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. Difficult that, but um, maybe. But like the senior, senior on about anyway. Like Diane, what Diane? Well, it's basically they're all walking down the corridor, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. And Diane's basically saying, um, "Well, I need and and right, it's like two minutes or something, and or however long I want, I want to be in control on my own, yeah. On my own, in control, kind of thing. And Cole says, "Yeah, like you have control of the shutter, you can do whatever you want, and stay in as long as you want, kind of thing.
0: Yeah." And then she goes in. Oh, just before that, there was one other bit. Tammy comes over with some useful information. And she's like, oh, what's your name again? She's like, oh, it's Tammy. Yeah, fuck you, Tammy. (laughs) 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 Quite like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: that's the final fuck you from Dan. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, I think there's one more coming up, actually. I'll mention in a minute, yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah, uh, so like you mentioned, she goes in. And she pulls the shutter up. And it's Evil Coop. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I think the scene just pretty much goes down in terms of she just says, you know, hello, Diane, and within that mad voice he's got.
1: Yeah, I don't quite understand this mad voice.
0: Yeah. It's almost like if you were trying to convince people you are who you are, you'd make a bit of a better yeah, go of it, That's what you? I mean.
1: <laughs> I, I can't quite understand why he's doing the voice. Yeah. Unless, like like you say, like he planned to get there and he doesn't actually care.
0: yeah. He doesn't care who, what, who they think he is, kind of thing.
1: In fact, he it, it might even, like, be. he might quite like the fact that they think he's just a different person.
0: Yeah, he might confuse things even further and help him, kind of thing, yeah. yeah. And Diane, basically, I think the only thing she asks him really is, if you're the real Coop, tell me the last time we met. And he says, uh, you know, whatever it was, 25 years ago, in your house or your flat or whatever. Uh, and she gets really visibly upset at this, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Probably not, not the best question to ask because if it would it be an evil coop he would have known that because he, he met yeah. him like twenty five years ago. You know, ask him, ask him another question. <laughs> uh, and she gets really visibly upset, doesn't she? And puts the shutter down straight away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she goes out to the parking lot to talk with Gordon. At which point, Gordon just te- on the way out tells the warden, you know, do not let him go, you know. Keep them here, We'll get back to you, kind of thing.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And out in the parking lot, I love the scene. The way Elodieurn plays it, she tells Gordon it's definitely not Coop. There's something missing, you know, like something here, and indicating yeah, like it's a like yeah, like,
1: she's like it's it's not here. Pointing at her brain, like her head, it's not here. It's it's not. Her. She was pointing a few places. He's yeah. like, yeah, it's not here. It's not here. And then until like you say she kind of points at the heart and she's like, yeah, it's, something's yeah. missing here. Yeah.
0: Of her. And uh, she's really visibly upset, gets the uh, vodka out again or whatever it was she was on. Yeah. And I, I think she uh, just has one final fuck you where it's like, fuck the FBI.
1: <laughs> but she, Yeah, I think, I think it ends that scene, doesn't it, with like, uh, her and Cole hugging kind
0: of Yeah, thing. yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's pretty much it. Uh, ooh. Sorry, just got one more little note here.
1: I mean, there is, there is more that happens in the prison later on. I don't know if we want to go away from it just yet.
0: No, you're right, we should cover that now to be honest. Uh, while we're here, sorry, I've just got some notes here. That, that I've confused myself with the notes to be honest. Uh, basically, as he mentioned from there, we then go on to Cooper getting a message to the warden
1: saying, Um, well, he says to a guard, doesn't he? Um, I need, uh, I need to speak to the warden, and he basically laughs at him, He's like, I don't Yeah. Think that. And then um, and and he says, um, just tell him I need to talk about strawberry. Yeah, and 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 for some reason we don't actually. I I mean I don't know. I, I, um, do you know? Um, no idea whatsoever. But like he the the
0: the the thing, the. Uh, Walden knows what Strawberry or who Strawberry is. Yeah, Mr. Strawberry. I don't know. He mentioned him like uh, two weeks ago, I think, as well. Yeah, didn't he
1: think? did. It was, it was that uh, that scene where he uh, like he was on the phone and and like it all went weird mm. kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: The only Mr. Strawberry I've ever heard of this famous, famous baseball player, they <laughs> who appeared on the Simpsons once. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I'm guessing we can confirm it's not him. <laughs> well, it, it'd be quite a
0: twist if it was him. <laughs> it'd be quite good. Aye. Uh, so yeah, from there, then he gets his meeting with the warden, Nunty. Yeah, yeah. And now I, I'm fascinated by this because we forgot to mention, well, I mentioned it to you in the office weeks ago when, when it happened in the episode, but I forgot to talk about it on the podcast. The fact he had a dog's leg in, in the boot of his car yeah, yeah. when he got arrested. I think I forgot to mention it anyway, but uh, yeah, he was arrested with a dog leg yeah, in yeah. the boot of his car. And he mentions here that there were three other three other dog legs out there with other people. And like, as if to say, you'll know what will happen if you don't let me out kind of thing. It's yeah. all and 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 so dog... tied in with Mr. Mr. Strawberry.
1: I mean, uh, I, it, was, it was only an inkling. It, I probably not even... Like, correct, it's just something I thought when I was watching it last night. Mr. Strawberry's is not his dog, that weren't his dog, was it?
0: <laughs> Could be, I don't know. Or some, like, it's the kind of name you can imagine for a dog, can't well, you? Well, know that's what I mean, because I, mean,
1: like, like, I can't imagine a person called
0: Strawberry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, it's right, other than Devil Strawberry. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no, yeah, I think you know, like, say it sounds like a pet name, doesn't it? You know, so, uh, so
1: like, I was wondering if, like... like, because. I'm guessing the warden knew something about
0: that. Mm. It's definitely meant something to him.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. So, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm probably wrong there to be honest,
0: but like... yeah. And the thing I find fascinating with it though, the first thing I thought when I first saw that dog like weeks ago was the black dog runs at night. It's almost like a. There's, I think there's a bit of white fur on there as well, but it looks a bit like black the fur yeah, on yeah. the dog leg. And I thought that that card that you showed to the girl back in episode one looked like a black dog as well. A playing card with a drawing on it. So I'm wondering when, when and where the black dog runs at night. I'm sure it's got to come back at some yeah. point. But, uh, from Firewalk with me. So I'm thinking that ties into that maybe. And the, another thing, I'm sure there's a music cue at the end of this when he gets let out of jail. And the warden is just stood there watching him go. There's a really weird music cue that like, crescendos. And I'm sure that's the same music cue from a the Black Dog Runners at Night bit in Firewall with me. I've got to go back and check. I could be totally wrong on that, but I've got to go back and check, but it it did definitely sound familiar. Oh,
1: okay.
0: So, you know what I mean? If it it was that music cue, it's got to be something to do with this Black Dog thing. Excuse me. It'll definitely tie in somewhere. Oh, we forgot to mention. He demanded that Ray was let out of jail with him as well. Which was the guy who was actually hired to kill him back in part one. So I've no idea how that's got to play into it. Ray was the only one who survived out of the original original crew and yeah. The woman got killed by him. Uh, the guy who was like the, the, the garage worker got killed by him when he rubbed his face at that. Yeah, <laughs> that was amazing.
1: <laughs> but um, like you say, like, they both got released out, and there was a rental car which he also asked for. He said, I don't care if it's a shitty car. But I want a rental car. Yeah, and I want those two to be released, kind of thing.
0: And he wants a gift in the glove box or something.
1: I I can only assume he meant a gun there.
0: Yeah, some weapon or something. Yeah, just a weird way of wording yeah. it. You know what I mean? It's a uh, quite interesting. But yeah, have you got anything more you want to go into on the prison bit or no? No, good you okay. Bet, with that? Yeah. Right, so we'll enter the home stretch then. Uh, Vegas.
1: No, some of these were my some of my favorite scenes in this. Yeah, so. I agree.
0: I loved it. <laughs> back to Dougie Jones again. Yeah, yeah I, well, good day, all. I'm it? just calling him Dougie Jones. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we get back to him being in the the office.
1: He's just kind of scribbling on the pe- well. I think at this point he's scribbling on like the mat on the desk, isn't mm, yeah. he? Yeah. And the uh, I can't remember his name. The other the other guy, um, who we basically oh yeah called a liar.
0: Yeah, the actor's called Tom Sizemore, but I can't think what his, what character he's playing now. But like,
1: he, he like basically he's there. Got oh, I've seen i seen you walking into uh, the boss's office with like a load of files, kind of thing. And obviously, with it being Good Dale who doesn't know how to person yet. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> a good way of personing it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he he just kind of carrying on staring, just doing these doodles um, before. Like it, and, and this guy's still asking, but oh come on, like, like what, what 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 happened? What kind of thing? For a little, uh, I think I think we've seen her in the previous episode. I think she was the one that let me into yeah. the toilet, wasn't she? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this uh, little uh, um, reception. I keep saying little as if it's just like <laughs> a young woman. But this 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 um, this lady um, who's like a receptionist. Mm. I think she. Um, I think she let let him into the toilet in an earlier episode, into the female toilet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, she comes in and and she basically says, um, "There's two, pl- oh, no, not two. There's, there's some police officers waiting outside for you." At this point, that guy's just like, "Oh, that reminds me of a phone call I need to take." Um, oh yeah,
0: yeah. He's like, oh, the police!" Oh, I've got to make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that without like a shot? <laughs> uh, I found that quite
1: funny. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, um, and then and then she says. Wait, what's he said now? Cause, 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 he repeats exactly what she says. Yeah. And 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 she's like, yeah, there's some police officers waiting out there. for you And oh, I think I think she kind of motions with a hand, she like, come on. Uh, and he kind of stands up and he does the same motion with his hands, yeah, like yeah. come on. And she's like, "Oh, do you want me to bring him in here?" <laughs> okay, no worries. Uh, it, it, it's playing into this whole thing that no one seems to care that he's just a bit nuts. He, he, he seems a bit distant. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, no one seems to seem like care at all. It's weird, him. isn't it? But um, like I say, like um, emotions for he does this motion to come here thing, it, repeating her doing it. And as a result, she kind of goes...
0: Can I ask, though, at what point is mm. his wife coming? I, I can't remember well, how it's, she got it's, involved. It's not yet. It's
1: um like like she then goes off this receptionist. <clears throat> Three police officers come in. The bald one, like, the mm. one,
0: I, I recognise him. One of my favourite comedy actors, David Kepner. He's champ kind from Anchorman. Yeah, yeah. You know, the guy who goes, whammy! Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, I, I love this guy. <laughs> see, I,
1: I, I recognise him. He, he was quite good, but... Um, yeah. I, he, they're coming in and I the think they basically ask
0: about a car and they say can I just cut in there as well uh, I'm sure he said three agents come in and I'm sure he said where the Fusco's as if like they're all brothers or something it's yeah. like, what you got three you're all three brothers <laughs> just a weird little throwaway kind of thing maybe yeah but, um, <laughs> or Fusco's or Fusco's or something it's
1: about this point that his wife comes in because right. she basically overhears them talking about this car and she comes in and goes, yeah, what's going on? What's Ken? Going? And she, she, from this point on, she's pretty much doing all the talking for yeah. for, for good Dale for Dougie <laughs> for Dougie, as <Yeah. laughs> it, yeah. And um, I, I think I don't know why, but I feel like the boss came in at the exact same time as her. Yeah, he came in as well, and it almost becomes like they're interrogating the police by this yeah. point. Like, it's really weird because <laughs> like they're asking about a car, and, and it come, kind of comes down to it where like where she's like, yeah, it's been lost, and um, we don't know where it's gone, kind of thing. Yeah.
0: And, and she like, like, Don't you know, don't you have any idea who's got it? And they're like, Well, it was the last seen with you know, these thieves. They're like, Well, problem solved, <laughs> you know, <laughs> clearly it was a car theft.
1: And then, and then, and then, uh, I think the boss actually says to her, he says, uh, uh, not to her, sorry, to the police, he's like, Like, um, you know where the, this car is, don't you? Yeah, and, and they're like, Well, there has been a bit of a incident, <laughs> um, where, where a car blew up,
0: and, and there was like three deaths or something, Yeah. Um, so, and then from there, like, we get a funny little bit at the end, where like, I'm sure Naomi Watts is like, right then, I'll drive Dougie home, because he hasn't got a car, <laughs> <laughs> just to really hammer the point home kind of thing,
1: uh, before they leave though, the boss, he's yeah. kind of asking, isn't he? It, it, it was it, basically before they leave, like the, the I think the police were like, oh yeah, I mean, we're just we're just about done, but we need you to fill out some paperwork. And one of the other police officers goes, but we can leave that, to, we can do that tomorrow. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Kind of thing. I think they, they were somewhat intimidated by by the the misses there. Yeah, definitely. And then um, the boss kind of says, oh yeah, I just wanted to talk to him about those papers he. Uh, those papers he uh, like he, he, he like scribbled on yesterday, uh, uh, and then he, he like also like seemingly quite um, um,
0: intimidated by, by, by her. Uh,
1: he's like, but I can do that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I like um, that. they go off and you see like a little uh, walk through with um, um through the lobby. Yeah, and um and it's uh and she's basically telling Dale about um how she uh. Um, spoke to the the, the, the the guys who were t- trying to get the money off him.
0: Yeah, so yeah, um, I've got. I, I've totally forgot about that now. Until she gets outside, I've, I've totally forgot about that. But she she was like, she, talk, keep, You keep going. Going through there. the lobby, saying
1: like, "Yeah, all um, oh right." We've um, I've spoken to the guys, and I offered twenty five k, and that's <laughs> a lot more than they ever deserved, and. Um, and this is like, but if you hadn't gone and gambled it all, on but if oh, uh, sorry, I do um, remember that, yeah, be able to uh buy a b- buy a car, buy with, you a decent car because yeah. I think they were talking about the insurance from the other car as well, yeah. Um, it's like on top of that, but the insurance and <laughs> that, uh, um, that, um, money we've got, um, like we'd we'll be able to buy you a decent car kind of thing, and then <laughs> I'd, I don't know if anything more happens after that, does it? Oh sorry, what way on so the, yeah, the, phone. the, the this, big this, this this is the big fucking the big moment, scene. yeah.
0: They get outside. Um and that little that little um dwarf Ike Statler, yeah. He he runs over. But before we actually see him I think I think we get like a flash of like spider sense almost on Dougie Jones's face. Do you know what I mean? Almost if he knows something's coming, yeah. kinda of thing. And like uh, as you mentioned, like Ike kind of fights his way through the crowd. Armed with a gun. I presume because his uh, pick, at, uh a ice pick got broke yeah, yeah. last week <laughs> so he's thinking oh, I'll try to shoot him instead yeah, <laughs> yeah. comes through the crowd with a gun and like Dougie Jones has like a weird spider sense moment where he flicks into like James Bond mode almost yeah. and just takes him to the floor it's amazing that isn't it did he catch this though I love this bit like he takes him to the floor with the gun on the floor and Naomi walks in the background like whacking <laughs> him with a bag and stuff <laughs> just the waitress immediately like, <laughs> I love this because
1: like obviously this all happened like the old the he, he, he kind of stops him from doing what he's doing by like pinning him down. Yeah. And um, but like, like I'll, I'll come back to that in a set. But like, I, I loved it afterwards when like the talking to like the police. Yeah. I loved it when like, I was going. Oh yeah, he he just kind of did this thing. I mean, I was hitting him a bit as well. Yeah, <laughs> <That> good. <laughs> um, cool. I thought that was amazing. Um, <laughs> i I'd, like she 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 wanted to take a bit of the uh bit of the credit, yeah, the credit <laughs> there. <laughs> um, but yeah, going back, um. Him, like he pins him down, and and we see the little um, brain tree thing from the Black Lodge, don't we? Yeah, little brain tree. Um,
0: I, it's, it's dead tiny for some reason at this point. I, can't quite remember what it said. It was. Some, I've got it wrote down what it said. I didn't actually catch it on the show. I had to Google it today to find out what it was. He's got his hand on the floor, and Ike is holding the gun. And he's got his hand around his yeah, hand, yeah. and the little brain tree is shouting, "Squeeze his hand off! Squeeze his hand off!" All right. Which kind of explains what's coming up in a minute. Well, yeah, because um,
1: I, I mean, I, I can't remember if this is correct, but he ran off, didn't
0: he? Ike gets away. He yeah. gets away. Right, so, but so the gun left at the but scene. But the gun's
1: left at the scene, um, and then we've got um, like the police all show up, and like you see him like picking up the gun. Well, they don't. they, they get like the tweezing? It's like I can. what I can only describe <laughs> as a bit of flesh.
0: Yeah, I think. I think, knowing now what the brain tree told him, squeeze his hand off. It's almost as if Doug, Dougie Dale <laughs> uh, squeezed his hand so hard that like his that, like, skin came off on the gun, mm. like superhuman strength or something. Yeah, you know, Like, weird, like uh, yeah, I
1: mean maybe. Yeah, like yeah. that's. I mean, yeah, it's quite weird because like they get the skin and they put it in the the thingy bag, don't mm-hmm. they? Um, but. Um, I I I, this, I love this though because like you're getting all these interviews by people. So.
0: Yeah, I love this. Uh, one of the interviews I've got a note here for. One of the women is like, Douglas Jones moved like a cobra. <laughs> 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 it's just great the reaction <laughs> so of some of these good. people.
1: Yeah, I love like some of those interviews. Like 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 say that Naomi Watts is what, what is her name? Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Janie E. Jones. She's
1: called Janie Jones. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um. She she she's like obviously like I just said she's like talking to him and she's like oh yeah he was so good he uh, had the reflexes like a like a
0: was it her who said that so mate might been be her maybe was it somebody said like he moved like a coal, which made maybe laugh like that. <laughs> so it might have been but like she said oh he
1: had like great, these great reflexes he just like took him down kind of thing and she's like and then I then he was he was like holding him down I was hitting him and <laughs> yeah and then and then like I think you had a few other people saying like like one one woman she was like. Oh, yeah, he, he barred straight through me if I was going to die at one point. Then, <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: just totally over-the-top reactions. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed all of that bit. Uh, but I think that's pretty much everything, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't think we missed anything out. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've nailed everything, everything there. there. yeah. And uh, just to wrap up the show, we then go from there, I think, to the diner. The final scene, yeah. final shot, yeah, and the credits roll on this bit.
1: Like, I don't think there was any talking really, was there?
0: There was not, you just heard people having conversations, yeah. but there's one weird bit where the door opened and a young teen kind of barged in and went, where's Billy? And just ran off. Did he catch that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> just like, the, they're all just like business as usual. And uh, just some young guy opens the door and goes, where's Billy? And Shelley's like, I don't know. <laughs> and he just runs off. All right. Yeah, just a weird little throwaway line. And fair enough. Credits roll after that, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. I didn't see that like you said, like you say when the credits
1: roll then you're just kind of seeing like that laughing waitress yeah
0: heidi heidi
1: yeah she, she just kind of walked on by yeah and uh yeah like that, that's pretty much where it where it ends yeah just going on from that
0: one thing i've been meaning to mention for a few weeks a bit like with the uh with the look of the show the other week how it's all digital i've noticed it each week and i keep forgetting to mention it that David Lynch is responsible for all the sound design on the show. Normally, yeah. you'd have like a composer and somebody doing sound. Lynch is doing it all himself. Like, see, he, he must feel that sound is that important that he wants total control of the, the whole look, the whole feel of the show. Kind oh, that's of thing.
1: Fair enough. It definitely adds adds to it, doesn't it? It, it, yeah. it puts his whole his touch on every kind of aspect
0: of it. So, and that's why I feel like when there were music cubes in there. They wouldn't be there if they weren't for a reason, you know what I mean? Like, they're trying to call back to something, all that yeah, kind of yeah. thing, you know? It makes sense, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he totally controls every aspect of the show. Uh, have you got anything more you want to go on to,
1: mate? Or? I think, like, we've literally covered every aspect of this episode Every aspect.
0: So I've just got, a, got one thing I want to throw out about last week's episode. Uh We had some uh, just, uh, another message from, uh, I think it was S. Jones, 56, last week. Just contacted us to tell us that... Do you remember last week at the start of the episode when... Dougie was messing with his jacket sleeve, yeah, yeah, in front of the statue. We didn't mention it at the time, but she was saying that it might be a one-arm man thing, because the one-arm man, it's got his sleeve pinned up. Oh, maybe yeah. And uh, the, the whole extension of the arm, you know, the left arm goes normal, that kind of thing. That's, that's a very. It good might thing. be some like weird play on that, maybe you maybe, know. Maybe yeah. uh, like because like,
1: I I couldn't figure. It. I I just thought he was maybe. You know, like do you, do you like when you've got a blazer and you've got that little bit inside it? Yeah. I just imagined he'd cut, got his hand stuck on Caught that. Caught in that, maybe, maybe that was yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I thought, but like yeah. that makes a lot of sense.
0: Just some weird one arm man. I, I feel
1: like they wouldn't put something like that in without it having some kind of symbolic.
0: Yeah. Reason. But, I mean, it's a, it's a very good theory. Um, keep sending them in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you've got any theories, if you've got any feedback, if you want to. Tell us anything about the show at all. Uh, my Twitter's at Taylor nineteen eighty. Mine's at at DST Nick. And have you got the main, <laughs> the main podcast Twitter, Nick? I'm glad you've remembered it this <laughs> time, John. <laughs> <laughs> there, it's at dste podcast. Thank you. Uh, we've got an Instagram as well, haven't we? But that's mainly for the the main show. I
1: mean, it? if you if you want to go ahead and. Uh, um,
0: I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> uh, if
1: you if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's uh, dste podcast
0: and the number four. Nice one. Okay. Uh, yeah, just to mention, we're part of a main podcast called Don't Spoil the Ending. We put out shows uh, for the main podcast every, every Tuesday night. They come out, and well, our, our Twin Peaks one comes out every Wednesday night. Uh, the,
1: like as of when this episode goes live, I believe like it should have gone out. Last night, yeah. Um This is an episode that I wasn't involved in. This
0: wasn't it. You were away this um, weekend, this is, weren't you? This yeah, is so the one
1: I was away for, so I'm, I'm quite interested
0: to see how this one played out. I think this is the first one you could listen to with not be on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Be interested to hear what you think. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite <laughs> so <do> some feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put some
1: feedback, some reviews on the iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, five five star, five star, definitely recommend. Yeah.
0: No, um, but yeah, on the sh- on the main show this week we uh, covered. All of the E3 news, yeah, uh, the Video Gaming Expo. So if you're interested in that at all, you know, get on over there, check out our podcast. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. And in the meantime, keep on listening to our Twin Peaks show, and uh, we'll we'll catch you all next week. Have you got anything more you want to add?
1: No, no. Um, I mean, I I think I've mentioned it before, but like in a, in a few months, and no, sorry, not even that. In like less than a month, we're gonna probably be doing like two of these a week, aren't we? Yeah. Gonna, gonna, it's, gonna, gonna be busy. <laughs> it's gonna get busy for us, but like we're gonna do Game of Thrones next month. So if you're interested in there, like um, me and John just talking about episode by episode of Twin Peaks, then next month you might be interested to. And you like Game of Thrones? This is um, yeah. yeah. You might be interested to listen to that one next month.
0: Definitely, with it being Game of Thrones as well, we might have a few uh, special guest appearances on there. Yeah, yeah. Quite a few people at the office are into Game of Thrones. We're pretty much the only two who are like hardcore Twin hardcore Peaks fans. Twin so. peak, yeah. So, yeah, so, uh,
1: so, we might have a few extra heads for the Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, a few more, more of a revolving door policy. A few guests popping in now and again for the Game of Thrones. Yeah, we'll, yeah. But can't wait for that. The, the series seven of Game of Thrones. It should be should be epic, and um, no, none of us know what's going to happen because it's the, one of the, the first ones really not based on a book. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: so like I say, um, if you're enjoying this, definitely like next month.
0: Um, be sure to check out the Game of Thrones one. check out Game of Thrones keep listening to Twin Peaks and check out our main show on a every Tuesday night so, every Tuesday night yeah yes well that's goodbye from me
1: and that's goodbye from me thanks very much for listening
0: thanks very much cheers guys see ya